Hello, guys. Hey there. Welcome back to the podcast. I never know what to say at first. Just say hello, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for being here. I don't want to be one of those people that every time like the camera comes on or every time that like they have to say something, it's always, hey, guys. That's me. <laughs> I'm in my vlogger era. Hey, guys. What What's the thing that you say that you're like, uh, you have to crop out of every video? Okay, so... Okay, so... <laughs> before I start something new, the second I st- turn the camera on, it's, okay, so... And I have to crop it out of every single video. I feel like once you notice like what your tick is, you literally see it in every si- single thing that you do. Yeah, it cringes me to the core. It, it's amazing to me, like, once you're made aware of something, how much you see it. And it's like, it's wild. Yeah, and how much you see it in other people too. Like the car that you want right now, I swear every grandma on this planet. That's great. That's amazing. <laughs> we see, we've seen it so many times and we'll pull up next to it and I'm like, she's going to be over 50. And it's yeah. always like a, a white, like 50 year old grandma. And I'm just like, is that what gosh. we're going to quote Obi-Wan Kenobi, these aren't the vibes we're looking for. They're not, but they are. Like, I, I just want, like, a nice, reliable, comfy car. And I'm, I'm with the grannies. And it is what you, you make it to be. But we're just kind of joking around. I just think it is kind of funny that, like, when you're thinking about a car um, and you see someone else. I do this with my car. If they're nerdy or, like, super, <laughs> like, I don't know, like, not... You get the vibe. <laughs> if they're, if they're not like the vibes you're looking the, for. Not the vibes I'm looking for. Then I'm like low key, super mad. Like, do I have a really dumb car? <laughs> I think it's just funny that when you are like looking at something, then you start seeing it everywhere, and then you're like, everyone's doing it, and it's like, no, it's just because sure. you're tuned into it. Totally, that's like such a thing in fashion. Yeah. Like, wait, everybody's doing that now, and you could drive yourself mad. Mm-hmm. You just gotta like do you and right. be okay with that. And like, if other people do it, that's awesome. Right. It was like us with film. Like we, yeah, we've been shooting film for like. I bought a film camera years. at uh, Goodwill like before we moved out to California, and I was like, oh, cool. I want to do like the old school thing. And then I started researching it, knowing more about it, and then I got really into it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, dang everybody does it yeah because i like see it every time someone posts a photo i'm like oh that's film um but it's just because i was made aware right and we talked about this in our last podcast which you should check out we Mm -hmm. talk about how awareness sometimes can make you bitter yeah it is a big temptation to just be angry and constantly feeling like i don't know like you're not set apart um but everybody's kind of on their own path and Mm -hmm. so we're all learning yeah, for sure. Something I've been thinking about is uh, just like generations and um, like we're all going to be a grandpa one day or like old people. Yeah. Like those people were exactly like us at one point in time. Yeah, it's so weird. And they're still those people. Mm-hmm. They look different. And so oftentimes we like kind of put them in a category mm-hmm. like old, old codger or whatever. And you like just think, oh, they're going to do all the old things. But that was just a person like you and me, and we're going to do the same exact thing. It's pretty humbling. I know, and it's, like, weird, like, when you look back on their life. Like, I always think about, like, the old documentaries that we watch, and it's, like, you have this idea of, like, who, like, 
certain person is over a certain age because mm-hmm. maybe because you weren't alive or you didn't know them before then yeah and then when you see like photos and hear stories of like things that they did before you're like oh my gosh it's insane like they were 20 at yeah. one point it's and like, we just think that they lived in black and white yeah because <laughs> that's all we know yeah it's funny it's crazy because that's gonna be us one day it for sure is and uh yeah we, you gotta appreciate everyone what they're where they're at um mm-hmm. because all of us kind of go through different seasons and times and we're we're so similar yeah human beings even though we like to to think that we're so far different than everybody out there nobody Mm -hmm. gets us but man i feel like there's so many similarities yeah we we were just in new york which we're gonna do some life updates but i was just thinking about this how um we were sitting in this area that was kind of like a courtyard and there was tons of people i mean tons and people walking on the streets and everything and this guy that was kind of out of his mind he's probably on drugs or something was walking by and he was yelling like i don't know what something just like kept repeating it over and over and when he walked by like the area we were in every single person was quiet and they that one guy like had all of their attention like everyone's Mm. quiet and we were just like laughing because we were like, we're so like busy and like going around, going about our lives and like everyone's doing different things. But it's like, we're so similar in the sense that we all like heard that and then like stopped and like looked. Yeah. It's just like interesting, like those moments when like everyone is the same. Yeah, for sure. I think that about like really busy restaurants and stuff, like everybody eats and everybody like enjoys very similar things even though a lot of us are into maybe different types of food but in general like humans they love food they love Mm -hmm. activity and and we're very similar in a lot of ways for sure we're yeah it's cool but we're all on different journeys which is what makes it so awesome yeah so we got to visit family in indiana for a, a week it was fun it was fall vibes yeah we've been gone for a while a couple weeks now yeah so we're hoping to bang out a lot of podcasts. I feel like when we travel, we get so, we think so many thoughts and we, when I'm in a plane, that is when I do m- most of my deep thinking because yeah. I get like this picture from above mm-hmm. of like how small the world is. And like, I feel like all of my problems get really small mm-hmm. uh, because quite literally they look tiny. Right. Like the, I feel like a lot of us spend our lives in maybe one workplace or one home and like all of our problems are kind of within those circles and then when you like fly above them they're literally a speck right and you see like i don't know just moving in general i feel like too like getting out walking Mm -hmm. i feel like that was cool after indiana we got to go to new york city and just Mm -hmm. a totally different pace it was insane so many walks it was honestly super fun like going to indiana and having like a fall like it it got really cold when we went there which was so crazy I guess it had been like pretty rainy and like kind of warm and right when we got there it like cooled down so we got to have like a proper like cozy fall experience of just like sitting by the fire and it's just so funny like when we go back home just realizing how slow the pace is in the midwest and there's something like so amazing about it that we love because we're like 
it's actually a vacation for us. And yeah. when we, we vacation <laughs> to areas that people would like never vacation. Yeah, because it's like when we when we're thinking of vacations, we're like, okay, Greece or Paris or whatever. But like when we're in those places, we're trying to hit up every spot. We're like not wasting a second. We're worn out because you also feel kind of like the burden of like you got to capture the moment and like yeah. there's so much you're taking in with your brain and your senses and for food sure and-, and all the foods and the coffee spots and the thrift spots and the random people you meet along the way and it's like so it's a lot of work too it is to find those spots yes and a lot of preparation and like a little bit of anxiety making sure like all the flights line out and everything is fine and you have all the tickets that you need and I don't know just the language barriers and stuff like that but it's like even when we go to like beaches and stuff like it's not totally relaxing because we're not just like sitting on the beach all day like doing nothing we're like trying to do adventures like go on hikes and like do fun things like go snorkeling or paddleboarding or surfing or whatever so it's like when we go to indiana there's literally quite literally nothing else to do besides sit around and like chat and like just like hang out with family and it's like so nice to do that but after like a week we were like okay we're ready to be stimulated and then we go to like the most stimulating (laughs) place on the planet insane yeah it was a little pro tip if you go to NYC, just avoid Midtown like the plague. Yeah, literally. Like you think that Times Square is the move. It's not the. I'm vibe. sorry. Um, I mean, it's we did see a Broadway play, and that was amazing. Yeah, unless you're few, doing like a show. Yeah, which in general, I feel like if you go to a place and you don't know why you're there or what you're doing, you will be very stressed. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the chaos and everything will just take over. For sure. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, the, the spots for us in New York is definitely Central Park, Soho, um, that that area, maybe Williamsburg, Brooklyn. You mm-hmm. get a nice view of the city. We had mm-hmm. some really good food. I think, I feel like we have to keep our streak going of talking about food. Yeah, we've had a few people say that they like when we talk about like some of our favorite spots. So maybe yeah. we'll do like bonus episodes of like certain cities and we'll talk about like our favorite spots, but. Because when, here's the thing, we talk about curating and like, that's how, that's the approach we take when we're in a city. We do like, that in our everyday life. Yes. So it, it's, <laughs> yeah, we just don't stop. So. It's like right now we're sitting down to do a podcast and it's like kind of like glowy outside yeah. and Noah just made a full pot of pumpkin rooibos tea and we're like sitting here. Yeah. We're just like creating the vibe for us. Like we love to just curate things. Yeah. <laughs> the tea sit. So it's like everywhere we go, we like to do that. So when we were in New York, we're like, okay, it's fall in New York. Like we're curating this whole trip. Yep. So bagels. Bagels. New York is known for the bagels. Bagels. Sweaters. How many sweaters did I buy? (laughs) She bought a lot of sweaters so much that it took my bag over and she (laughs) had to wear them on the plane. Yeah. (laughs) She was was embracing the full, full moment. They were all vintage and they were, they're stunning. I can't wait. And I think maybe the star of the show for me in the week was the Reuben that I got from a place that we waited in line like 30 to 45 minutes. But you go in, it looks like it hasn't changed since it was in like the 60s or 40s. Um, And it was like an old salami meat shop kind of vibe. It's It's got like old signs that's like, send a salami to your boy in the army. Yeah. And uh, they got a bunch of like, 
classic New Yorker dudes working in there. And it's dark total hair. diner vibes. Yo, can I get your order? Yeah. <laughs> and like total diner. Like everyone's eating on like diner plates and trays. Yep. And so we got like a Reuben with, uh, uh, what's the meat called? Uh, pastrami. Pastrami. Oh my gosh. And then like sauerkraut and mustard. Very much East Coast full moment. Yep. And we had, we tried mothball soup. Yeah, they give you like slices of pickles, and we got just yep. like yeah, it was a vibe. And it's like the people are just like next in line. They're yeah, just, they're get so, out of here. <laughs> yeah, forget about it. Yeah, they're just like literally get out of here. <laughs> we got a couple kids from Cali out here trying to get some meatball sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it's it's the the full experience for me. I like getting yelled at in that context. That's where you have <laughs> to kind of know. A lot. That, and, you know, that's what we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. We, we need therapy. Next up from our uh, our trip. So we, we went home and it was kind of like, it was kind of heavy, honestly, because it was Noah's grandpa's funeral. So that was like kind of heavy. And then also just the family dynamics that come along with that. It's, it's just a loss is never easy. So that was like kind of hard. And then we go into this trip that we planned. And before we even leave, (laughs) I'm trying to check into our flight the night before. Because I'm like, crap, I forgot to check into my flight. Like, it didn't even remind me. Like, why did it not remind me? And I go and I look and it's not the next day. I meant to book it for that day, but I booked it for the wrong day. And I had already had a hotel booked. And it was just like, Hmm. literally... I, I blame it on pregnancy brain because I literally have never done this in my life with all the traveling we've done. I missed, I messed up the day. It does. It, it really messed with your head. Yeah. Because it's like in your mind, you're like, oh yeah, we're leaving this day. Everybody's like, hey, when are you leaving? Yo, we're leaving this, this day. day. And then when that day comes and you ain't leaving, it's, you're just like, kind of like, what? Yeah. And we like prepared everything to like be done so that we could wake up and like, we were going to have to drive to Nashville at like the butt crack of dawn and we had a ride lined up and everything. And then we were just like, change of plans, change of plans. Yep. Plans change. (laughs) And that's what we're going to talk about today. And we want to talk about it in a way that isn't complaining, but also that is just bringing light to the fact that plans change and although things can look a certain way from the outside I think it just sheds light when you can see that it sometimes people do struggle and plans do change and it's not always rainbows and unicorns no so I think that it's like a good thing to bring light to us so we just kind of wanted to like read our little list of all the things that have happened in the past 72 hours it's a long list, but we'll bang it out quick. Yeah, because it's just, it's honestly funny, but we just want to like share because it it has changed our perspective, honestly. Yeah. And I think that that is huge because a lot of people, when things start to change in their life or bad things start to pile up, that's all they see. Yeah. And just how you need to get a bigger perspective, like I was saying about when you're in a plane and you see how small those things are. I really want, by the end of this podcast, to give you some things so that you know how to get a bigger perspective when your anxiety, your fear, and the change of plans just happened and you are low-key freaking out. Yeah. Because it will happen. 
For sure. Unless you stay in your house and never come out and you yeah. Uber Eats and Instacart your groceries and you never leave. Quarantine all over again. <laughs> yeah. Some of you were stoked on that. <laughs> I always said that about my little brother. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. But I was like, this dude's been social distancing for years. For his whole life. <laughs> Eating every meal in his room, never coming out. Buying Uber Eats like milkshakes, spending like fifteen dollars on delivery when the shake was three bucks. Yeah, at like eleven PM. Gosh. <laughs> Anyways. For the rest of us. If you get out and you do anything mm-hmm. and you start making steps, those that plan that you thought was gonna happen will change and you will be hit with a lot of decisions. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that's the biggest thing about being an adult and becoming more mature is decision making. Yeah. I hate it. Me too. It's like playing a, like you're on a reality, not a reality, a game show and you have a question that you have to answer and the clock's winding down. Yeah. That's stress. what it's like being an adult. Mm-hmm. Here's the question. Bam. Oh, you, you got to answer it soon. And it's... Clock's ticking. Right. And it's just like your decision making, you have to like choose. And then the biggest thing is once you decide, I always go back and I'm like, dang, I should have done this. You or have should. to stick with your decision. And Taylor always says, don't should yourself. Stop shooting yourself. <laughs> I do it all the time. Man, we should have done this. And it this makes should've. me mad because I don't want to think about what could have been once it's already out of my control. I'm like, it you makes... Did it. I mean, have FOMO. Like, I don't want to think about what it and could it's have fear. been like. It's motivated by fear. And that's what FOMO, you know, yeah. speaks of. And, you know, that's that's my issue is constantly just being fearful about making the right decision. Right. And so the, I think that we could all get a bit of weight off our shoulders that fear has put on us. Fear mm-hmm. is, is a massive weight. Yeah. It's one of the biggest weights that you're going to face in your life. For sure. And it's going to slow you down from a lot of progress or to become the person that you're going to be. If we can just shed that sense of fear off and realize that, you know, there's a lot of different things that can happen. Mm -hmm. And one way there's, there's a lot of pathways I feel like. And I think God works in a very supernatural way within our own free will so that we can choose certain paths and then he kind of can orchestrate and weave within that. And even things that seem that were a waste or maybe what weren't the best decisions. Now, as we walk forward in the future and we shed off this fear, he can orchestrate within that. Mm -hmm. And I think that we all think that there is just one like direction or one place like for instance us we're like trying to figure out if we should stay in california if we should move this place or do this or this career path and try this and i feel like we put a lot of pressure on us that one of those is the best right but i feel like you can kind of do any of them mm-hmm. and the key is are you content with the one that you chose right you chose it awesome walk in it yeah and that then it can change too you're not yeah. held by it and you're maybe all- it is maybe it was in a sense the wrong decision or maybe there is another decision the the best thing about god is that he's not a wasteful god and he's not going to waste anything that 
you go through. So whether that's pain or whether that is joy or whether that is redirection, there's going to be a reason for it and he's not going to waste those years of you like going through that trial or going through that time period. It's going to be used for your future to build character or to set you up for something else. And how he uses it is often through surrender. Yeah. So that ties into control. Mm-hmm. Because control and surrender are two opposites. Right. Control holds on, never lets go. Control stirs fear. Major. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you realize things are more out of your control, that's when you start to panic. Yeah, definitely me. Let's talk about your panic moment. Guys, Taylor has... Which one? The plane or the Central Park? She had a panic trip. I had a, I had a panic. Okay, here's the thing. I panicked, but I also think that I became a superhero. <laughs> okay. I panicked, but I also think I'm like superhuman. <laughs> In that moment, I could have swam across that whole lake. <laughs> So we were having kind of a wild day. Uh, the best day. Amazing, but horrible. Yeah. And it's and, insane. It was the- and here's the thing. I think I got to free some people up. You can have both of those in the, in the same, same day. day. Yeah. I used to think that that wasn't possible. You can have a great day and a bad day. You can have a great hour and a bad hour. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. We woke up. It was like... I don't even know where to start. We woke up and it was just like amazing. We went to this amazing coffee spot that we found. Probably some of the best coffee we've ever had in our life. Some of the best vibes we've ever had in our life. <laughs> they, they roast their coffee in Denmark. Not a big deal. Yeah. But they just only import it from Europe. Yeah. And it was incredible. And we went two mornings in a row and just all the employees just took it so serious. And Noah and I are just, we're culinary with stuff like that. We love when people take things seriously. So anyways, doesn't matter. We'll do a review on that another time. But we woke up early. We went and got... I wore my new sweater. We went and got a nice little coffee. We... What else did we do? On the route there, we rode bikes. So it was super magical. in the city... Here's a tip for New York. Go do stuff in in the morning. (laughs) She's laughing because she knows where I'm about to go with this. No, I just remembered something. The chick... So, <laughs> so we were riding these bikes and we're cruising, you know, like got the, the we had the, e-bikes, e-bikes. Yeah. We're going pretty fast And this Mrs. New Yorker. She's hauling. She's like our age too. And she just wanted to be Mrs. Local. She went around me like flying and I remember these tourists and she Blew by on her Blew headphones. By and- yeah, and I remember thinking when she went by me, she was super close to me. And I remember thinking, it, the second she went by me, I just thought to myself, I would never go that fast. Like, in wow. my mind, it just felt so unsafe. I was like, I would she, never. she had heels on. She was cruising <laughs> for a bruise. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, all she of passed a sudden. Me. She passed me, and I'm a pretty competitive person. <laughs> and I was even saying, bro, slow down. <laughs> slow it down she hit she, a drain she flew she flew <laughs> over the handlebars and landed face down butt up 
I thought she could have been dead. I thought she was dead. I, I never stopped so fast that I go, are you okay? And she just stands up. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Superhuman. I was like, bro, you just broke your whole face. She's not fine. I'll she tell has you road that. rash. She's <laughs> Mrs. New Yorker's rough. I've never seen someone go over the handlebars that far. And a car was coming, Semi, and they yeah. they like slowed down. I'm like, she's lucky that she didn't go into the street. Yeah, gnarly. Oh gosh! But, so that was the start of the day. We <laughs> we witnessed that. Yeah, her plans changed real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> zero to a hundred, real quick. She was going a hundred, <laughs> but anyway. So then after that, we we went back to the hotel, which we worked alongside a hotel for the whole week so it was super fun we created content for them and one of our friends works for the hotel so it was super fun to just like experience that part of new york we stayed in soho so every morning we could um just like walk around and there's nobody there and that's the best time to go to soho when there's no one because everything's beautiful but the tourists like all go there to shop and that's what makes it like kind of annoying so during the morning me and noah would just go there and walk around take pictures and stuff and it was super fun but anyway, so we went back, we changed. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I've got a really bad joke. <laughs> what? I'm thinking of this chick riding through Soho. The girl? Yeah. That that wrecked? She puts the hoe in Soho. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> she puts know. the oh no in Soho. <laughs> oh no. Oh no 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 no! no. no. What did I kept song. saying that I put the hoe in? I kept saying that the whole trip, <laughs> not Soho, but something else. <laughs> All right, keep going. Okay. Anyways, so basically, it was a really fun day. Great day. We got bagels for lunch. Some of the best bagels that we had on the trip. The scallion cream cheese. So good. Everything bagel extra toasted with capers. But we did like fail on our first bagel spot we waited for like 30 minutes got to the front they're like yeah it's gonna be another 30 and we're like nah yeah and honestly i think this place would have been better yeah the place we went to i think it was better because it was like more local less like try hard i don't know which anyways we had great bagels Mm ate outside the weather was perfect like when it feels like nothing yeah just like a little slight breeze like you want like Yeah, like a little hot coffee or something. Just like the vibe. So we're like, let's go to Central Park, get e-bikes, and then like ride around all of Central Park and like go to the the little like places we've never seen. Like there's a castle in Central Park. There's like multiple lakes yeah, in Central Park. It's insane. It's so big. It's amazing how they've preserved it. Yeah, and we've never been like if you don't take the bike trail to certain parts of the areas, like the ones yeah, that you'll never go. You'll never go because it's way too far to walk. It looked yeah. like Tennessee. Literally, we felt like we were in the mountains. Yeah, <laughs> it's so wild. And it smelled like moss. Like it was literally yeah. like wet, fresh, wet, Could fresh. Could not believe we were. Honestly, just thinking about it right now is like so dreamy. Yeah, it was insane, and the the lights like piercing through the trees, and I remember just like. So, on the front of the e-bikes, there's, like, this little place to put, like, your bag. So, I put my purse there. I took off my sweater. I put my sweater there. And then you kind of, like, wrap it, like... um, Bungee it. Yeah, like, bungee it into place so it doesn't move. And I had gotten my phone... Like, I kept having to stop to get my phone out because I was wanting to take stories, like, little, like, videos and stuff. 
And then um, I wanted to take a photo like of Noah riding and stuff. And also we're working with the hotel and the hotel gave us discounts for the e-bikes. So I wanted to make sure that I captured that for them. So anyways, I have my phone out, kept taking it in and out of the purse. And I'm like, I'll just stick it in between the purse and the sweater, like under the bungee. And and it was there for, (laughs) we probably rode for over an hour. Yeah around the park and we get to this little place where there's a lake and I'm like okay I'm gonna I want to take a picture so we stop we park the bikes we get off and I pick up the sweater and the phone is not there (laughs) and I start looking everywhere it's gone and I'm like how in my mind when I put it there I thought if this slides off I would see it there's no way I wouldn't see it but I think I was just so focused on looking around For for sure it fell yeah, you, I've not seen you freak out that much in a while, like, in a really long time. Yeah. It's a new, brand new phone, really expensive. Yeah, I just got it, like, probably three days before the trip, and I'm not, it's not paid off, obviously, and it's brand new, like, I just transferred everything over to it, and I had captured the whole trip on it already, and I was just so stressed. I was like, there's this this city is so big that there's just no way I'm going to find it. Yeah. Like I was like, Noah, I we started just, tracking. Yeah, it. I was like, track it, get on and track it and we'll follow them. We have yeah. e-bikes. We can go the fastest. It was gnarly. We were going on one ways opposite direction with the e-bikes. Following the person. I was tracking it and dude, it was like going everywhere. Like this person like was going out of the park into the park around and we would be right on them and then they'd be gone it was like so stressful i don't know how long it felt like an eternity of us like going to where they were and then people yelling at us i mean we were going on tiny little sidewalks that are like getting yelled at they're like bikes aren't supposed to be up here and i'm like i don't care (laughs) (laughs) she pulling pregnant card i literally all of a sudden though like I had had really bad hip pain it's just been happening I'm in my third trimester and I've just been having like some hip pain and stuff and Noah and I both walked like probably what was it 22,000 steps the day before (laughs) or something insane and we both had shin splints and we're riding bikes and all of a sudden like you know like when something like that happens and you just your whole body goes numb and you have this like sense of like you can do anything I've never went so fast on a bike. I have never, I like I was not pregnant. I could have lifted or fought anyone. <laughs> I was ready to get this person and take them down to the ground. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite a moment. We were leaving town to that in like a couple hours. So yeah. there was a lot, a lot of the content she shot, a lot of the just. Yeah, when your phone... My whole life is on it. All my work. Yeah, it. it, you guys know what phones mean. Yeah, Yeah. so anyways, we'll wrap this up quickly. So basically, I like just looked at Noah after probably like 30 minutes of driving around, and I just was like, oh my gosh, like, what do I do? And he's like, we're going to find it. And I was just like, yes, we are. We're going to find it. Cause like in my mind, I'm thinking there's, no there's no way they're going to get on the subway. Some, someone yeah. stole it. Like everyone is just crazy. Like blah, blah, blah. But he was like, no, we're going to find it. And I'm like, no, you're right. And so then and I'm it, pretty sure at one moment I, I said, you just gotta like, it's small. Like it's not as big. It's I not as kinda, big as it feels. Yeah. Because I could, I didn't with being pregnant too. I kind of felt that there, she shouldn't be having so much 
anxious like worry yeah i, I was i did like, have anxiety so i was just really trying to calm her down that to see like it is just a device it's a phone it's temporary yeah. like trying to do that but anyways we ended up going to like the police station and i was tracking it and she ran in like way past me <laughs> she was in there and the funny thing was i looked down at the track like the tracking app and it showed inside the station so i was in there with the person and noah was outside so as i walked in i saw i came in and i guess a kid that was a superhero he rolled up on his bike and he was probably about 16 Mm-hmm. He he found the phone and returned it. And yeah. all that time us chasing him, he was trying to find the station. He was trying to find the lost and found like it's a certain precinct like station for lost and found things and I walked in and he was at the counter and talking to this police officer and the police officer was like, Do you need like what are you here for? And I was like, I'm here for lost and found and he was like, Okay, have a seat and I was just sat down and then the kid's like filing a police report and then he turns around and he's like, What did you lose? And I was like, A phone and he was like, Is it brown? I'm like, Yes and he's like, Does it have a photo of a couple? And I'm like, Me and him, like pointing to you outside and then he was like, Yeah, I just found it. He was like, I've been trying to find like the lost and found and I literally just like ran over to him and hugged him. <laughs> I was like, I could kiss you on the cheek. I was like, you're an angel boy for turning that in. Like he could have made a quick buck. Yeah. And he totally like did the right thing. And I told Noah, I was like, we need to raise our kids like that because yeah. that was a pure panic moment. And I was just like, I'm never going to find him. We're going to leave the city in two hours and it, mm-hmm. it, it's gone. I think the underlying panic as well on top of it was the again the change of plans for sure how this was going to affect the plan well and how i had the best day of my life how yeah. i literally said out loud this is the best day of my life <laughs> and then i looked down yeah. and i'm like wait a second perspective yeah shifting yep it's amazing what a small moment like that will do especially on top of a day where like a lot of things have happened mm-hmm. you really start to sense a weight mm-hmm. on your shoulders and no one was meant to carry that that deep of a weight. Right. And I think that today's youth has an anxiety problem and a mental health is a big thing. And mm-hmm. you hear about it all the time. And I really, truly believe a lot of it has to do with fear and control mm-hmm. and um, pressure and weight to be something. Yeah. And... Uh, I think everybody has this desire to stand out, to live a distinct life, to have a meaningful life. And and there's a lot of fear involved with that because there's a lot of comparison out there with um, today's culture. And um, the reality is that you are who you are and uh, and what's in your control and what's not in your control. Those two things will kind of define you and mm-hmm. and what you can decide like within what's in your own power like your thoughts your you can choose not to be anxious you can choose not to complain mm-hmm. or you can choose to complain and be anxious right like it's all within the secret life in your head mm-hmm. you can choose to not like yourself yeah the way that you look the way that you talk the way that you act uh, and um but you can also choose to appreciate those things um, yeah, like everybody 
is so similar in that. And I keep thinking about that because, and there, we want to think that the world is so like small, but I really just like think that it's so big and there's so many people in it, but we're all so similar and there's so many different walks of life. And, and even just like this kid, it's like, there's so many good people as well. Right. And there's so much hope. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we just think like, oh, everything's bad. And I just think about people back home that, that talk about us living here. And it's like, oh, California is so bad. And it's like they just go based upon a few news things or articles or, mm-hmm. and then they judge the whole thing according to it. Right. And think about like with us, it's like in that moment with the phone, it's like, you can just feel like, man, everything is ruined. Everything's in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And it really is not. Right. It is one moment. Yeah. And it is just a, a redirection of the plan. Mm-hmm. And that can be okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just want people to know that they, they're going to make it. And that what they think is huge isn't actually as huge maybe as they think. Yeah. I feel like they, when things are out of your control and you physically can't do anything, then that's when, like, panic and fear and anxiety kicks in. And that's when you kind of just have to realize, okay, I'm making this... I Or ask yourself, am I making this into a bigger deal than it actually is? And one of the other things that happened, which was on the plane, this, like, guy was super sick and was in the back of the plane, like... I don't even want to talk about what he was doing because it gives me anxiety thinking about it. But he was in the back. He was also positive for COVID and just was really sick. And all of the flight attendants, like, basically, we turned the, f- the plane around to go back to the gate to escort this man off the plane. And so, obviously, me, like, I'm pregnant. I'm already, like, wearing a mask and, like, really just, like, trying to stay, like, safe and not be sick during this time period and also like that's one of my biggest phobias is throwing up and just like being ill (laughs) and so this man is like contaminating the whole plane and we're about to be on this plane for six hours and I just like this was after the whole day of the phone and everything and I just was like sitting there in my seat and I was just like praying and I was like okay this is a this is really stressful for me and like is giving me anxiety like maybe to some people that sounds so silly but like for me that's like one of my biggest fears and so I was sitting there thinking okay I could make this into a bigger deal I could feel myself like getting anxious I could feel like my anxiety coming and like I kind of get like shaky and like nervous and I was like okay I can make this into a bigger deal than it is or I was like remembering what Noah said of like earlier today of like it's not as big as you're making it mm-hmm. as you're making it seem to be and you just have to like recognize your situation and pull yourself out of it and try to look at it from like a bigger perspective almost like you're in an airplane looking down and think like am i making this into a bigger deal than it than it needs to be like i probably don't need to complain about it i don't these grumblings don't need to come out of my mouth like mm-hmm. I'm choosing to to be anxious in this moment or to just let it go and like surrender it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's that's totally what I feel like a lot of people need to hear with what they're going through. Yeah. Um 
because, and it's not to undermine problems or certain things that are happening to you, but it's, it's to give you a bit of clarity of mind Yeah. to put it in its place mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of it you can't control and that's the bottom line of life. Yep. Um, but a lot of decision making that we have to do uh, is in our control and we worry about that too. Yeah. So that's why I feel like there's a sense of panic and wait because there's things we can't control. There's things that we can, and then we overanalyze what we can control. Was it the right thing, mm-hmm. or what could I done better? If or if something happens to you, I remember this was happening to me with my grandpa. I was like, man, should I have gone home earlier? Did this and that? And there's just it seemed as if there was no good option, yeah. but I still had to choose one of them. And that is a weird place to be in that I hadn't been in in a while. Uh, And I think that for a lot of people that may be listening to this, a lot of people we know just don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. That is a common place to be at. So first off, welcome to the team. Welcome to the club. Yeah. This, This is all of us. This is humanity. Yeah. We are longing for a God and we're in need. We're, we're incomplete. We are not in heaven. Mm-hmm. We are in a, a broken society where there's trauma and there's hurt and there's problems. Yeah. And that's a reality that we can't just ignore and say like, well, I'm just going to be positive. You can choose joy mm-hmm. and that can be your strength, but that doesn't mean that Trials aren't going to come. Yeah. So. Trials are a very real thing. And God literally says, you're going to be mocked. You're going to go through testings. You're going to come alongside problems. You're going to have people that don't understand you. Um, People are going to reject you. And you can just find joy in that because those all those things happen to Jesus and so you're not alone and you have good company if you're in those mm-hmm. trials because Jesus quite literally had to go through all those things he was rejected he was betrayed he was shunned people didn't understand him he was born into shame like all these things and so it's just comforting to know that when you are going through trials that you're not alone and that it could just be, um, it's it could just be like a testing, and it's going to mm-hmm. produce something yeah. really great, and it's going to refine your character, and it's almost like a muscle memory where the next time something happens like that, you will know how to react differently. Yeah, and um, maybe you could help someone else. Yeah, that's something going will through. come out of it. Yeah, and it is temporary. Yeah, it's not forever, even though it feels like it. Literally, almost everything you face will be temporary, but it will feel like an eternity. Yeah. But we can't always go based upon what we feel. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. For sure. Um, that's where maturity comes in of self-control. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we have to train our minds and we have to train our hearts to not get so easily discouraged. Mm-hmm. And have to literally encourage ourselves and be like, no, like, and you know, that's where praise music for me kind of just like ex- expedites that whole process. When I have like a heaviness mm-hmm. of like discouragement or <clears throat> weight or pressure or just sad or all these 
negative, heavy emotions. Mm -hmm. Praise music for me flips it because it tells my soul, God is good. There is a bigger picture. He is in control of this, that this is temporary, that there's something bigger than me going on. And once you see that, then you start to get those weights lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, I I honestly truly believe that it... Literally, I'm losing my voice or something. She's crying, getting emotional. (laughs) Literally starts bawling. No, I think that um, worship quite literally changes the entire atmosphere for me. Because another thing that happened on the trip in Indiana, actually, um, I was having like a gallbladder attack, I think, or something, maybe with pregnancy, I'm not sure, but it felt like I was almost having contractions. And it was really late at night, and it was really scary, and obviously Noah was there, so that helped, but I was, like, getting really, really scared, and then all of a sudden, I was just like, put put worship on, like, put it on, because yeah. it feels like the second it comes on, like, it just changes my soul, <laughs> like, it changes yeah. my perspective, it changes the atmosphere, it invites the Lord in, and, like, the enemy out, and I think that hmm. it really does just, like, lift, yeah. lift the weight. You know what I'm thinking of is I'm thinking of what our pastor always says is you need to tell your problems that they got a bigger problem, and it's God. Yeah, tell your pro- tell your problems how big your God is. Yeah, and I'm thinking about, like, the title of this talk that we're having is change of plans mm-hmm. i'm thinking that we need to tell our trials and our circumstance and our discouragement that it has a change of plans for sure and that's what praise does mm-hmm. it's a change of man when you don't know what to do you don't know what to turn to and and really i find myself trying to counsel people it's like what can i tell them like you just don't know mm-hmm the change that you need is praise. Yeah. That's what just what that's quite simply what we're made to do. We we have to release control and say, God, you're in control, you're able, you're mighty, you're powerful, you're good. Mm-hmm. And like those things will be like and I noticed even after the New York trip when we came to church, it felt like a refreshing mm-hmm. like I took a drink of water after a long run. Mm-hmm. And it was just like this refreshment and uh that's what praise does. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that because I i don't know if this is the actual definition, so don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure, like, to worship and, like, to lift your hands and, like, to praise is surrender, which is yeah. the opposite of being it's in true. control, which is what causes fear and anxiety wow. is control. And so when you do praise, like, scientifically, it's like... You're right. It is, it's causing you to surrender in the moment, like the things that are worrying you or stressing you Dude, out. It it will clear your mind and your heart mm-hmm. faster than any drug the world has to offer. For sure. It, I'm serious. That is what we are prescribing to you this yeah, week. Yeah, worship. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. If there ever is that sense of heaviness, mm-hmm. that will will be the cure. Yeah, or if you need a change in perspective or yeah. if you're having one of those moments where you're in the middle of an anxiety attack, like 
what happened to me this past week it's like you just have to choose to put that on and i'm just gonna tell you like it doesn't always sound like the best idea no it's actually a lot of times feels awful yeah sometimes like you don't want like everything in you doesn't want to do that but i promise you like the second that you do it will change everything because the enemy flees when the lord is when the lord comes in yeah so you just gotta gotta flip the script 100 percent. those things that you know that were against you are actually in your favor because you got stronger through it yeah and uh yeah you know i think that's a really good way to close it out Mm -hmm. and i hope that uh, you guys were encouraged maybe through this talk and that something really resonated with you Mm-hmm. And uh, we thank you so much for listening this far. Yeah, thanks so much for being with us. Okay, we will talk to you guys real soon, and uh, we can't wait. Mm-hmm. See you soon. Girl.